This is the K-Pop Cast. I am joined today by DJ Peter Lowe. What's up, Steph? Thank you for joining us for this episode of the K-Pop Cast. That voice over there is my good friend, Stephanie Parker. I am also joined by my other recurring show host, Supermatic, K-Pop people here in the building. What's up, what's up, everybody? Supermatic here. How y'all doing? So as you heard earlier, we've got Stephanie Parker on. A friend who helped me get into K-pop back in, I want to say, like, the OG How You Wave uh, in 2009 or 2010. Um, Steph, I know you've kind of been around the circuit quite a bit. You've been working at Soompi. I remember you were a community manager there. And Mm -hmm. uh, you also worked at Vicky. And I understand it. And I, I think I might have heard about this current company that you're currently working for. It's a streaming service called Your Vid or My Stream, I think. What what was it called? Uh, YouTube. Uh, uh, that's it's, the it's, one. It's called YouTube. I you know I think yeah. our K-pop fans might know a thing or two about that that platform. <laughs> I so, should hope so. Yeah. So thank you for coming on to the show, uh, Steph, for this episode of the K-pop Cast. Oh, thank you so much for having me, DJ Pilo and Supermatic. Um, I'm really excited to be here. Uh, as Peter said, I've been a K-pop fan for a real long time. I think it's about 12 years now. Mm. Cannot believe <laughs> yeah. how long ago I started listening. Um, and I just love how K-pop brings all kinds of people together who never would have met, you know, like me and Pilo and Supermatic today. So... <laughs> Yeah, really excited for the show. Can't wait to talk about my favorite music ever with you guys. Okay, so what's on the episode for today? It's Supermatic. We've got our giveaway. We'll be announcing the winner of our contest, who will be the lucky recipient of that Minzy album. We've got our top pick section, which relates to that. We'll be briefly recapping our last episode with some listener feedback and mainly highlighting the fresh new group, Triple H. It's not three, the rest five, so fresh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So last episode, we took a look at Card, mm-hmm. and one of the commenters, uh, Lu Yi, um, actually provided a comment to us. Mm-hmm. And he said, "Look, you, you know, guys, you really need to check out this video." And he linked this video from Form of Therapy, another K-pop uh, channel. And in this video, it explains that look, Card is breaking the game because whereas girl groups do hyper girly stuff. And mm-hmm. guy groups do hyper-masculine stuff. You're not really having much overlap in terms of girl groups being doing really masculine, badass stuff or guys doing the same sort of sexy egg that girls are getting, <laughs> right? Whereas card, mm-hmm. everyone is kind of doing all the same thing. Yep, yep. And right. that has never been done before. So mm. shout out to Lu Yi for showing how instead of Troublemaker showing a duo couple, um, you know, each doing like a female male perspective card from the beginning has portrayed themselves as more of a cohesive group. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Lu Yi, for that feedback. I, if I had to weigh in on that further, I might say I think that that totally changes the way I look at card. <laughs> it really does. Because sure. like, I, I mean, you look at the choreo for card and how it's very androgynous. It's like mm-hmm. both the girl and the guy can be doing this together and it neither is fully focused on well this is just the girl part or this is just the guy part Mm -hmm. that's really interesting i think that reading or seeing this analysis makes me realize one of the reasons i like card so much is because it seems like there's a a confident maturity there 
in that they don't have to act out or over overcompensate with the the gender identities that they're trying to show. Exactly. Especially the the male dancers seem really comfortable with doing these more fluid or hip focused moves, yeah. and they're they're just not going over the top with it. I think it shows a level of confidence that is really appealing and different. Totally agreed. To counterpoint that, however. <laughs> As a former Latin ballroom champion, <laughs> um, I will say that having a lead and a follow—in other words, a guy doesn't always, the guy doesn't always have to lead the lead, but the one who's like leading the dance and then the follow, which is usually the girl—you can have really interesting tension between two players in mm. a single dance, and that tension between the two players creates a very visually dynamic and fun dance to watch. And as well as dance too, quite quite frankly, as speaking as a former Latin ballroom <laughs> dancer, it's fun. Like knowing, like okay, I can, you know, give some compression or tension in this way, and she will react to it in this way. And that nuanced approach, I think, is cool. There might be opportunities for Card to do that. Have both one this cohesive group; they all have the same choreography. But two, and I would say they can even do this within the same song, where they sort of split off and they play off of each other. Mm. But not where it's separate, like, okay, your turn, my turn, but rather mm-hmm. I will hold you in this way and I will stretch out this way <laughs> from this Ooh. connection. So that would be my two really cents on excited. that. really excited. Yeah. Funny they should enough, totally do that. <clears throat> if I may uh, add a little bit onto that, uh, I wish I wasn't stuck at work last night so I could have taken part in this, but Cards themselves hosted what's called an Ask Me Anything on Reddit just yesterday. Oh, that's right. Yeah. AMA. What? And one of the questions they got was about their chemistry as a co-ed group and uh-huh. uh, what what us as fans can look forward to from the future from them as far as their official debut goes. And uh, one of the responses Soman actually had is that she said she's excited for their next song and choreography because it's going to be something different than what you're used to from these previous three songs from Card. Ah, uh, snap. <laughs> wow. We're waiting for that D. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they gave us the K, the A, and the R. <laughs> Just want the D. <laughs> the debut. Um, okay, well, you know, that, that may be coming. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll stay tuned. And we're really excited. Thank you again, Lu Yi, for, for providing that feedback. And I think we may insert listener feedback again for future mm-hmm. episodes. Okay, so we had a contest. Yes. To name this segment of the show where we go through our top picks of the week. Mm-hmm. I know. I watched the last one. <laughs> no longer cream of the k-pop yeah that's right. yeah, yeah. we're, that's we're right. not definitely not doing that <laughs> so who won the contest supermatic and who's who's replacing that name <laughs> all right so first off just thank you so much to everybody who took part in the contest thank you all for your submissions we got a lot of great ones that definitely gave us a lot to think about but there was one that we were just feeling way too much shout out to our big winner outspoken artistry with the suggestion of hit replay and i was asking you like Okay, is there a K-pop reference in that? <laughs> and then that's when you hit me with like the best K-pop reference of all time. Yep. <laughs> of course, Shiny's debut hit, which is called Replay. <laughs> replay, replay, replay. Yep. <laughs> One of my favorites. That's old school uh, right same, there. Same, same, same. Okay. And uh, the reason why we liked this certain suggestion so much is because, well, we thought about the concept of a top pick. It's songs that we just can't listen to like only once, you know? So it's like, hey, Peter, or hey, a super what songs are making you hit replay this week so that's why that's on hit replay yeah Mm -hmm. i noticed whenever you guys are well in the past episodes that i've listened to i noticed when you guys talk about how much you like a song it's always defined by 
whether you would skip it or whether you would put it on repeat or <laughs> yep. replay it. So it, it fits perfectly. <laughs> yep. Yes. Great job. <laughs> you know, Stephanie, I didn't even realize that. But yes, you're <laughs> absolutely right. I listened to all of the episodes. Hey. <laughs> oh my God. I hope you didn't listen to all of our shitty <laughs> like Listener <beginning>. feedback. <laughs> as many as I could find. Oh God. Some of our earlier stuff was horrible. Um, okay. <laughs> no, it's all great. Outspoken Artistry. Thank you so much. Uh, you will be, will be receiving yeah. that Minzy album. So just... Uh, uh, send us a message, I believe, with your. Uh, we'll reach out to you details. as well, yes. and we'll, we'll get your shipping uh, and information. We mm-hmm. won't we promise we won't sell it. <laughs> the Minji album is coming. Yep. <laughs> Okay, so let's go into our top picks. Mm-hmm. So, Steph, what's making you hit replay this week? <gasps> I'm first. Thanks, guys. (laughs) (laughs) So song that's making me hit replay this week is Steal Your Heart by Unit Black, which is their debut single. This group has eight members that were chosen to debut from a massive group of like 27 members. I I remember when Super Junior was a lot, but they're obviously like nothing now compared to the size of groups these days um but these uh-huh. boys came from a k-pop survival show called boys 24 oh. um i admit that i actually don't know too much more about them but i was just watching the recent debut videos and i was like hey like this has all of the elements that i like somebody put some thought into this okay <laughs> um i mean first the members seem to have some personality like i could pick out some ones that i like uh-huh. um they seem to have a lot of fun when they're filming the video and I'm really into the the trend of the tropical island pop sounds that's going on these days. Yeah. So it seems like you guys are also into it too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was looking at the choreo as well. It's really hard to impress me with choreo, especially if you're a new group. Um, but I, <laughs> I thought it was really solid this time for a new video. I mean, there's this one part that I'm just crazy about where like nearly all the members are hunched over, huddled in a ball and there's just one guy standing up and singing. And uh, I know we've seen that like a million times, but (laughs) this time, this time, the huddle all moved together while the guy is walking and the huddle was carrying the second guy on his back at the same time. So it's, it's hard to describe, you have to watch it yourself. But I was like, that is cool. That's a nice touch. Somebody thought about this and I, I appreciate it. I'm happy. Well, unit back. I gotta say, yeah. as a dancer myself and someone who is part of my college's K-pop dance club, you've got me curious, Stephanie. I'm definitely gonna check this out. Yeah. All right, and we'll we'll put a link into the uh, show description. Absolutely. So, yes, and mm-hmm. and uh, awesome. I think well, if it's on Spotify, we'll also drop it into a Spotify playlist. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks for sharing that that top pick, Stephanie. And I, mm-hmm. I was, I know when we're all talking about the show today, we're going through top picks. And I was like, damn, Stephanie, this is these are good selections. And and <laughs> thank you. And even as a straight male, I had to say like, these are some cute boys. And <laughs> <laughs> in this group. I didn't want to mention that yeah. first, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> isn't that obvious? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a litmus test for for K-pop. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For me, DJ Pilo. Uh, there was this one song that's making me hit replay, and it's the sexy, saxy beat. 
by AC. Sexy, sexy. <laughs> yeah. I like what you did there. Yeah. Well, it's got a sax in it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> Bringing sexy back. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> you can tell I put a lot of thought into that one. Um, but it, it's funny because, like, when we hear so much in, like, K pop for sexy concepts, mm-hmm. I think, especially for the hoochie girly sexy k-pop i think there's a saxophone mm. there and it, that i have sax- not heard someone say hoochie in years <laughs> thanks peter <laughs> thank you so much for bringing it back you're, you're welcome you know as <laughs> as the resident 30 year old here in the room i i can i can make this yes. i can rightfully bring in that word choice and uh, not feel too bad about it but yeah I, I mean honestly you can like ignore the music video i mean if you really like low production value hoochie sexy girls then this is your thing they've got all the you know shorts <laughs> short uh, booty shorts and, and cleavage and um, circle lenses and you know cheap shots which you know obviously make references to sexual activities but the reason why you should like this and the reason why it should be on a hit replay is that it's got a ratchet electric beat uh, <laughs> and you like your ratchet electric beats I know I knew that was coming <laughs> yes yeah, so uh, this goes right there with cheetahs my number uh, bad Kids, Hot Hay. Um, if you like uh, Lashia, if I'm pronouncing their group mm. name, or Bambino, th- it's it's basically like the same t- sort of group. Mm. Check them out. You know, saxophones are great for a sexy Hoochie K-pop, unless you're a saxophone <laughs> cat from Cranny <Karen> Pop. <laughs> So, Super Mac, what's making you hit replay this week? So, my hit replay of this week was an interesting random happenstance that I ended up uh, checking out. Cause and I'm so I was, glad you picked this. <laughs> yes. I was just <laughs> browsing through uh, my K-pop selections and subscriptions on YouTube because, of course, me being a K-pop fanatic, I'm subscribed yeah. to a lot of different K-pop channels. And it popped up in a suggestion after I was watching another video. And I was like, good zombie. Well... One of my favorite recent movies is Train to Busan, which yes. is a Korean zombie movie. So I must check this out. And I clicked on it, and I am glad I did. It's it's kind of like a not just a music video. It's kind of like a mini short film almost. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny. It's So the topic is Good Zombie by Charlie and Shinba featuring Zingo. And uh, Charlie and Shinba apparently have been a K-pop duo for quite a long time. I'm surprised I only just discovered them because uh-huh. this apparently is nothing new for them. They do a lot of like parody elemental stuff, but it's really good and funky and it's interesting like instrumentals. The music video is a lot of fun and entertaining to watch because it's these it's full of these scenarios where I believe it's Charlie as a zombie, like as approaching normal humans, and of course they get scared. And there's this one guy, I guess it's being portrayed by Shinba, always there with a shotgun ready to shoot him down. And it's like, I was just gonna be friendly, like I was yeah. just gonna give this little girl candy. I was gonna write a love note to this beautiful woman. It's, it's just so funny because I mean, your first reaction if you see a zombie is like, mm-hmm. oh my god, you know, shotgun, shotgun, yes. z- zombie <laughs> yeah. shotgun, right? Walking dead. Yes. Nope. 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 <laughs> Double tap it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, always make sure it's yes. dead after after it's down. But. <laughs> In this case, it's like, oh, I was just here to you know, mm-hmm. give me this. And it's like, oh, I was running up because you called my number. Yes. And <laughs> it's like, you don't have to push me away. I was just extending my hand to lift you up. So. Like he's a, t- uh, he's a normal, relatively stereo- uh, uh, relatively 
typical, atypical Korean man, a Korean citizen, he, who just happens to be a zombie, but he's going through your everyday things like a normal human would. So proof that there are good zombies <laughs> yes. out there. And it's even got an interesting point dance. I mean, it's not even too complicated. It's one of those dances that everybody can do if they want to. I really it's a like fun, that dance. Like, yeah. yeah, it's a party element dance. Like, it's one of those where everybody can do it. I want to get those same, you know, fluorescent colored uh, suits yes. that they're wearing in the music video. <laughs> yes, Very it. bright and neon. And it's just, it's wonderful. It's, it's I mean, wonderful. The, the sound of the song, like, mm-hmm. if someone said, JYP. <laughs> at the beginning I would totally yes, I would totally it. believe it I could see because, it because like this could have been a Wonder Girls song mm-hmm. right in totally. terms of like how That's it sounds right. but mm-hmm. uh, I mean I'm glad someone other than JYP can do a JYP song yes <laughs> I give JYP too much attention mm-hmm. <laughs> but needless to say I'm glad I discovered this I'll be giving Charlie and Shinba more attention I'm gonna check out their library so there you go that's my hit replay of this week <laughs> We're going to take a look at Triple H's 365, so fresh. Mm-hmm. And is it Daybok or not? If you haven't seen the music video, what, what's actually happening? I mean, what's the quick summary of what's going on in Supermatic? Uh, it's just a crazy free-for-all, us-against-the-world, hell-raising adventure of three young and wild souls living out the last few free hours of their lives together before they coll- collectively meet a rather tragic and dark end. I mean, it's, it's a package of sex, drugs, murder, funk, all in one audiovisual contrast, which is highly entertaining or at least appealing. You just can't help but watch. Once your eyes are on it, you can't look away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so true. I, I thought it was interesting. Like you said, you know, sex... Uh, drugs and violence mm-hmm. and mental health. Oh yes, that I think it's probably the <laughs> nice. other Don't one. Don't forget that. Egon, like, oh my god, all the taboos, mm-hmm. all in one music video. Yes, yes. Although yes, yes. for having all the taboos, the only thing that was blurred out was the blunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like really you, know you blur uh, that out. Yeah, it, you just showed like group suicide and <laughs> implied rape and real murder. But you blur out the... <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't. I love K-pop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's okay to, you know, uncensor, you know, Hyena's rack. I, I think that was okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, what else is new, especially for Hyuna? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Matt, I... Mm-hmm. Just looking at the show notes here, it looks like you actually put a lot of thought into actually oh. breaking down <laughs> this music yeah. video. Yeah, I, I got inspired last night. Like I was just like, hmm, we're covering three six five fresh. I should probably actually like really look into this. <laughs> and next thing I knew, I just once I started, I got going. <laughs> okay, Ooh. well, wh- I mean, what what did you want us us and our listeners to know about uh, about the concept of the song? Before going into detail, I just I I think it's pretty interesting how. Uh, the whole concept behind Triple H is that this is supposed to be the successor to Troublemaker, which was a duo. Uh, yeah. But now this time around, you've got Huna with not just one, but two boy toys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are they backup dancers or are they actually co-stars? I think that in this particular instance, especially for their debut, they hold their own well enough compared with the star power of Huna. Like, they, they 
are equally featured. Hmm. Uh, for those who don't know, the other two members are Hui and Idon from the boy group Pentagon, which is another new, I guess what the word is, is like Nugu boy group under the Cube label. So uh, good job to Hui and Idon because honestly, I did not know anything about Pentagon before this. So I'm probably going to be checking out Pentagon just based on Hui and Idon's performance so far from being part of Triple H. Yeah. What did you yeah, think, Steph? Do you think they held their own against Kenna? Oh, for sure. I mean, maybe I just thought they were particularly good looking. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that does, you know, tend to play to your favor, right? You know, if you get the licks, that perhaps, does help. Perhaps. Yeah. But yeah, I, I thought they held their own too. They had their own storylines and they were, you know, captivating on screen with the characters that they're playing. So yeah, I, th- I thought it was pretty equally spread out. Mm-hmm. To your point, Steph, like they, they were definitely equally played out with each of their backstories. But I remember Hiana the most. <laughs> Until- I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that. It yeah. totally wouldn't be your bias going on now, Peter. Perhaps. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but at the same time, I had a hard time remembering like which guy was which. And the only time I can remember, because it's like, well, they're all so pale, and they all have really light <laughs> hair. And it's like, oh, yeah. well, this guy, he was wearing the flannel, and this guy wasn't. <laughs> and that's how it ha- I, I remembered how they were different from each other, honestly. Mm. That's why I, I think Hannah stood out more to me. But uh, I could be wrong here. And obviously, you so, guys- I think it all, it all comes down to the hair dye choice. If one of them had dark hair, we would not be having this conversation. <laughs> true that. True that. Actually, you know, that that's absolutely like, it, wh- Steph. I think they should limit it to one blonde. Yes. Video. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you look at like Girls Generation or these other mm. like guy groups and it's like, oh, each individual member has their own unique color of hair. <laughs> that's is true. True, always. So that that's that's the style now, and it helps mm-hmm. me remember who's who. Mm-hmm. We should deliver this feedback to them for the next single. <laughs> yeah, different colored hair. All <laughs> <laughs> right. So for th- those who haven't seen it, we are treated to again like kind of a short film, more than just a music video. Uh, we've got Hina, the wild child, who for some reason is working in a barbershop slash salon. I don't know. Uh, one of her clients gets a little too touchy-feely. He tries to grab at her thigh, I think. Yeah. Things escalate, and she ends up having to defend herself with uh, a blade. Things kind of like uh, are reminiscent of almost Sweeney Todd, if anyone knows Sweeney Todd. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but basically she ends up, I want to say accidentally killing him in self-defense. <laughs> he bangs his head against the edge of a counter, ends up pretty much bleeding out. Hyuna <laughs> freaks out, tries to clean it up <laughs> before she ends up running out of there. She's like the most pathetic murderer. Like, <laughs> I mean, right. like she, she, she tries tugging on him. It's like, no yeah. girl, like her, his body weight to yours. You. Yeah. You're not going to be able to drag him anywhere. And I, and I saw Hyuna up close and mm-hmm. she's, she's very petite. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah. And then we've got. Hui, the hedonistic bad boy who presumably gets drunk at a club, ends up stealing a car from a couple of girls there. And later on, we discovered that this car he happened to steal just happens to have a trunk full of moolah. Like, that a lot of money. Such dumb luck. Right? When they opened the trunk, I halfway thought there was going to be a body in there. That would have been appropriate. I was like, this is already going so dark. It's like, what, what, what's, a, what's a dead body? You know, just throw it in there. <laughs> but, but then I saw the money and I was like, okay, okay. Yeah. Here we go. We're about to have a party. What I want to know is, what were those other two girls doing, right? That like that mm. they acquired all this like raw cash. Good question. And they just had it hanging out in their trunk. Yeah, what's their line of work? Can I get in that? That's actually a good point, because then how else would they have had that money that <laughs> Triple H ended up finding? <laughs> mm-hmm. And why weren't those girls chasing after the the guys? That was or the Triple H team, <laughs> right? I don't know, because usually when that happens, that's when you get like <laughs> real scary violence. Criminal versus criminal <laughs> violence. 
For sure, for Ooh. sure. But then, before we forget, of course, we have our last member of Triple H, which is Edon, a suicidal rebel who seems just done with life, literally. we At the beginning, we see him trying and failing multiple times to kill himself, which is weird. So weird. Yeah, like, weird, but, like, at the same time, you just, you can't help but look, maybe because you feel for him. And then, of course, this leads to all three of them meeting up. We've got Hui almost running over a panicked and freaking out Hyuna. They, then, after she gets in his car and rides with him, they end up actually running over Edon, who <laughs> intentionally steps in front of their speeding car. He somehow lives. I swear, a guy is like is like a gorilla made he, of steel. He appeared like in the middle of the intersection after yes. being hit. Yeah, like, he 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 evidently flew after getting hit by the car. Gets back up. This angers Hui, who ends up beating <laughs> beating the crap out of Ethan at first. <laughs> Hyuna, of course, tries to break it up. And then the next thing we know, all three of them are riding together. <laughs> I mean, it just it it's a weird start. And it's then so after that we just we see various scenes of all three of them just partying. Hyuna and Edon in particular getting very friendly very fast. I mean she just randomly kisses him while they're either Ooh. eating or at a party. <laughs> well, I, I mean like I, I wasn't sure if they were trying to like fast forward, you know, through their montage in mm. terms of like them slowly evolving and working together yeah. as a group within the time span mm. of a two minute song. Yeah, it was. It, it did feel fast forward. Mm-hmm. Like they was trying to show like these, you know, three souls got to collided together through mm-hmm. happenstance, and then they were each toxic to each other. Yeah, and enable their toxic behavior long story short yeah uh, <laughs> good when way peter to... says that it, it, it sounds so beautiful <laughs> like... <laughs> you guys are too flattering <laughs> I <don't... laughs> but i mean like one of i think you're about to touch on this matt mm-hmm. like w- one of the things one of the taboos that we see in this is sexuality yes <laughs> i mean uh no bones about it we see a <laughs> scene of an implied threesome taking place although some commenters have been saying that if you look closely it's Edon and Hyuna who are uh like start naked under a blanket but I was thinking that still has his clothes on so it's like poor guy literally got friend zoned the hardest that any guy can get (laughs) friend zoned oh man I mean, is he? I mean, is it a love triangle or is it a? Mm. I mean, I I don't know. Steph, we're referring to your female perspective. Oh gosh, I mean, (laughs) it's clear who her favorite is at least. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. I I need to watch more closely. Was there any flirting going on with her and uh, Hui? That's the thing. I don't remember. Well, I I mean, again, I'm having a hard time telling the two guys apart. They have the same hair color. Oh my gosh! (laughs) But. There is Never that mind. scene, remember when you were referring to the kiss, mm-hmm. right? And she kisses one of them, and then the other guy comes in, and, he's and he like, literally just he like separates them. Apart. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. Okay, so maybe he, this is an unrequited duck sarang, <laughs> where he, he just, he wants to be involved, but he's been friend-zoned from the very beginning. So right. sad, because he would have been my choice. It's okay, <laughs> I'll take you. You know, the the suicidal guy, in terms of how he draws, like, the Joker, like, faces everywhere, mm-hmm. and that seems to be another really popular thing in K-pop right now. I don't know why mm. guys are all pretending to be Joker lately. <laughs> yes. But, like, he kind of reminds me of Hyosung from mm. Troublemaker. Oh, yes. oh. That's right. Ah, dang. Mind blow, Peter. <laughs> Mind <Dang>. blow. <laughs> I mean, they... That's why she likes him. Oh. <laughs> he reminds her of her past love. <laughs> and Troublemaker, she was really into uh, really other abusive relationships. Mm-hmm. That's right. Wow. What a connection. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this whole like toxic relationship kind of reminds me of uh, Highs and Deans' um, 
and July. Have you guys seen that mm. one? Yes. So just to describe really quickly, it's like just a couple and they're trying to outdo each other. It's like, oh, I'm going to eat cereal. And then he puts a ton of salt into our milk. <laughs> right. Ooh. So, you know, just doing stuff like that. Or it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I need to use the bathroom. And then like there's a chain on the lid. <laughs> so it's like I can't open it and so wow. it's like they're destructive they're bad for each other and then they're destroying their home in the process mm-hmm. through all this <laughs> sort of stuff I think wow. that's exactly what we're seeing with this trio yeah it's also interesting though because uh, one thing that I also noticed a lot of people who are reacting to this uh, particular music video say that the storyline is kind of reminiscent of an old uh, old f- uh, movie from Hollywood called Thelma and Louise which is about two like mm. women who end up getting in a bit of trouble so they end up like kind of going through the same things here it's like uh one of them actually does end up killing a guy in self-defense they both go on the run they're chased by the police they commit escalating levels of crime before eventually they uh they decide to end things on a tragic note (laughs) yeah driving their car off a cliff (laughs) and then that I, I can Spoiler see. Spoiler alert! Gosh. <laughs> oh God, man. <laughs> well, I mean, for the <laughs> sake of the music video comparison, <laughs> spoiler alert. Sorry, <laughs> but yeah, it's drawing that comparison also because of how this music video ends. So again, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen it by now. But at the end of the music video, after a highway chase, getting chased by police, all three members of Triple H hold hands, step up on the side of a bridge, and jump off. <laughs> or a side of a building. It looks like a parking garage to me. Oh, really? Right. Because all, right. all, all K-pop yeah, yeah, it mus- is a parking garage. All K-pop music videos are filmed in parking garages. This is true. <laughs> in yep. this case, it was outside of a parking Either garage. Either on top or inside the garage. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Prime locale. Yep. Yes. Uh, although what bothered me is that they jump off the parking garage facing forward, mm-hmm. and then the fade out is with them leaning back. Yeah. That kind of confused me. <laughs> I mean, and it, it was also obvious, and maybe they were trying to be deliberately 80s cheesy <laughs> by not having that actual falling descent and more mm-hmm. of them just kind of standing there mm. looking mm. like they, they were kind of possibly following off. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it is slow motion too, so you can't really tell. And then we're distracted right. by the credits rolling over it. <laughs> yeah, but they seemed happy for the experience and that they were at least able to reconnect for this brief moment in their lives Mm -hmm. in their troubled toxic lives Mm -hmm. i mean on that note i mean steph i believe you had a particular part of the music that you wanted to highlight yeah sure i mean just to go into the the concept Mm -hmm. the plot and what happened there um the the part where hyuna killed the guy in self-defense that really stuck out to me um I think that the Korean entertainment industry actually really likes to trot out this kind of storyline for some reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to trying to analyze and think about why, but I, I'm not coming up with, uh, with reasons that are not super dark and twisted. So let's leave that for another episode. Um, but for now, I'll just say that I remember some similar scenarios in older K-pop videos. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys remember, well, of course you do, Brown Eyed Girls, Abracadabra. <laughs> yes. Uh, the song of a generation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, from the golden age of K-pop, in my opinion. Yeah. But yeah, and in that video, uh, Milio takes almost sadistic pleasure in like tying this guy to the bed. She ties a bomb to his chest. She's torturing him, slapping him around. And then she, she could do that I to guess, me. He, oh, for sure. Oh, I thought it was I so sexy. It's like the epitome of female power, sexiness, dominance. I was like, yes, get him. And then we see in the, the subplot of that video that the reason she's being so... Uh, 
how do I say <laughs> I'm sadistic with him is because <laughs> he had uh, taken advantage of Gain, who's another member of Brown Eyed Girl. So she's taking revenge. Mm. And then this other like, classic K-pop video, Lies or Ooh. Kojima by Big Bang. The female lead in that video is also a victim of rape. And then when the man attacks her again, she beats him to death in her kitchen. Um and then G-Dragon turns himself into the police, acting like he's the one who killed the guy. Um, but all of that to say there's like countless uh, scenarios in K-dramas and in K-pop where that exact scenario of the woman being yeah. raped and then uh, killing the guy in self-defense is, is used. Yeah. And it's like really powerful in, uh, in like a lot, all the examples that I've seen. Um, but, but, Really, what what I'm getting at is that um, K-pop videos, even though they have generally a young target audience, they can often get into some pretty gritty, dark territory really quick. Um, And when I was first getting into K-pop, I found that kind of jarring. You have these bubbly, happy melodies. Yeah, you know. That's but then true. it gets dark. I'm like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. It's definitely like, to, sexy and mm-hmm. mature entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, I mean, to, to get back to, to this song, 365, yeah, sorry, sorry for the long trip down memory lane No, no, there, no, it was really good, yeah. To, <laughs> to come back to the present day and 365, so fresh. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I feel like they, they were portraying these serious topics like rape and suicide in a, a superficial way. Yes. And they were just like attempting to seem edgy. That was you know, they, exactly they my critique about this song. Yeah. That it, exactly. Not to interrupt your train of thought, Steph, but like to completely agree with you that it felt very disingenuous mm. to each of the vices that they were presenting, right? When we looked at BAP's uh, Wake Me Up, mm-hmm. like that one I thought was very genuine and really uh, sincere in terms of how it was trying to present that this is an actual issue and one yes. that needs to be addressed. In this mm. one, it was so gratuitous and it's like, well, you're not treating this issue of suicide and mental health with, I think, the, you know, reverence that it maybe it deserves or the way that, you know, one would actually throw it in to actually build character. It just seems thrown in for the sake of just having another one of those vices in there. Right. And and let's not forget, like, murder as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, right. We've become so desensitized <laughs> sorry, to violence. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I was like, eh, whatever. Like, that's the least... <laughs> <laughs> that's the least controversial of all of these things we listed. Um, I mean, you see Hyuna kill someone, and then all of a sudden, the camera's, like, basically zooming in up her shorts, <laughs> down her shirt. Like, you know, in case we forgot how sexy she is <laughs> while she's wiping blood I off almost the floor forgot, you know, I, I need those reminders throughout. <laughs> I just had to laugh at this. It's so surreal. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I think maybe touching on this other point that you're getting to, Steph, is that it was such a mixed metaphor. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, you've got something going down, like world's going to shit, these people living young, fast Mm -hmm. and free, even, you know, too too fast that they can really handle. At the same time, you've got a backing track, the song (laughs) itself, which feels completely different. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I really happen to like the song. But... I can't like these things together. Mm. It's like you, you, you guys. I feel like go to like a 
like I don't know sometimes I get this like I'll go to like a Mexican restaurant I'll be like really enjoying a burrito and then I'll smell the scent of like cleaning fluid because they're cleaning <laughs> it's like I can't smell that while I'm eating <laughs> you know it, like it, 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 it ruins the, the meal ex- the experience of the meal and that's kind of what I'm getting with this mm. it's like these things mm. don't go together I see yeah I don't know what, what did you guys feel about that that pairing between the concept and the song if I may I, I totally see where you're coming from Peter uh for me, definitely, like, I, I agreed that for as upbeat and, uh, pardon the pun, funky fresh, the song itself is of 365 So Fresh, the music video seems like it, it's more warranting of something different in terms of, like, the, the backing song or soundtrack. It's like, yeah. for something like this, I wouldn't expect a almost Bruno Mars 24K exactly. magic kind of song, yeah. you know? So. On, on that point, like I went back in preparation. Mm-hmm. I was like, I watched all the Bruno Mars songs that were kind of in the same vein, mm-hmm. and uh, not like "Press Your Number," another <laughs> Bruno Mars song for another K-pop group. Um, but or K Taman, yes, for Taman, for Taman, "Press Your Number," produced yeah. by Bruno Mars. But I looked at you know Twenty Four K, Uptown Funk, uh, mm-hmm. Treasure. You know, yes. all all you can tell that like this song took artistic inspiration. <laughs> Um, inspiration uh, oh you, you can't see it Steph but I was using air quotes around artistic inspiration <laughs> yes um, uh, from each of those three songs right mm-hmm. it's like they even have yeah. the um, what was it there was one of the vocal ad libs oh like they, the melody from like treasure where they go whoa yes exactly yes. like they even threw mm-hmm. that in I'm mm-hmm. like wow yeah. you guys. And they even have a part that's really similar to uptown funk you up uptown funk you up yeah, yeah. and these are Bruno Mars songs that I each love, mm-hmm. right? I play them all the time in my top 40 gigs. And, and as a top 40 DJ, I will tell you, people love dancing to these songs. These are yeah. like safe oh, yeah. songs. It's like, yes. oh, people are on the dance floor. I'm going to throw on a Bruno Mars song. Okay. <laughs> people will get back on the dance floor. <laughs> but when I watch the music videos of these Bruno Mars songs, like the way Bruno Mars himself is like dancing and grooving, it's mm-hmm. like you feel that in the song. Yes. yes. Right? Because it thematically, it cohesively goes together. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm not getting that cohesion with funky fresh so yeah i can't like the song in that way Mm. i mean maybe if i just listen to the song by itself i might like it ignoring (laughs) this music video um Mm. the other thing that sort of bothered me and i feel like it was a real missed opportunity i mean who knows maybe when like another ep or album will come out um we'll see like the you know the remix version right (laughs) and in the teaser for funky fresh for triple h's funky fresh you hear um Oh, even at the beginning of the music video, you hear of a, more of a disco house beat. Mm. So it's like boom, 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 and that was my favorite part of the song. I'm serious. Like I, I used to DJ disco house back in the day, and like that, it's sort of like in the vein of like Daft Punk. Not, not quite Daft Punk. Like it's, it's on the edge of that, that category, and. um and other disco house artists, but that they could have done more mm. with, mm-hmm. I think, or even did uh, maybe had that breakdown in like the in the in the bridge of this song. I would have liked that. Mm, that'd be interesting. <laughs> yeah. What did you guys think of the song? I medium liked the song. Uh-huh. I could definitely hear the Bruno Mars influences and enjoyed it because of that, but also am super judging it because <laughs> it's ripped off yeah. from there. So this this is a, a constant state of mind that K-pop fans have to deal with. <laughs> yeah. 
right? But just overall, um, I, I'm right in the middle in terms of liking the song. I think that I would play it for the next couple weeks, but then probably lose some interest in it because even though it does have that that Bruno Mars appeal, it doesn't kill it. It doesn't hit it out of the park. Mm-hmm. It it doesn't get there for me. Yeah, it had a good artistic inspiration, honestly, but its execution wasn't wholly there. It didn't fully deliver on its execution, mm. in my opinion. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, for me, I'm probably mo- more in the same boat as uh, as you, Stephanie. Where I'm pretty sure I will be enjoying this song at least for maybe the next few weeks because as of right now I'm really loving it like just as a song itself. Like, yeah. If we separate it from the video, this song is honestly right now really dope. Like it's it's something that, uh, funny enough, it's making me hit replay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> ah, joke. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I, it's funny for me to think about one of the reasons why I like the song, and it's I realize it's because I'm such a big Bruno Mars fan too. I mean, 24 Karat Magic is one of my jams. I loved Uptown Funk. Like pretty much almost yes. anything Bruno, I, I'm a sucker for. So maybe because of how close this song is with it, that's why I'm enjoying it. And mm-hmm. maybe I'm just looking at it with like rose-tinted glasses or in this case, I'm listening to it with like rose-covered ears or something. I don't know what the equivalent is. <laughs> like I think I'm just, I'm liking it because of how oh, close it is to yeah. the Bruno sound. Yeah. And also, I mean, uh, to compare with, or to pair with another aspect of the song, one thing that disappointed me, not to draw away from the audio, but like sure. as far as concept wise, yeah. I mean, I understand that with the video, they were trying, trying to go for a more like film uh, slash cinematic experience with the story they told. Oh, yeah. But I would have liked to see some of the choreography because I checked out live performances of this oh, song. Oh, that's yeah. a good point. That's and right. the choreo was dope like it's super fun just to watch and i can imagine doing it like the the chemistry that hyuna has with both he and idon is amazing like honestly it's kind of in my opinion at least to me it's kind of almost comparable to the card levels because all three of them get their moments to shine and they have those playful interactions like it's funny when I, they're doing the live performances, Hyuna has chemistry with both equally. Ah. <laughs> what? And I haven't This seen, changes everything. Totally, yes. right? <laughs> I haven't seen the dance choreo yet, but I'm, I'm smirking for reasons why I probably shouldn't. <laughs> um, but that, that totally changes everything because like, I think they just didn't have time, mm-hmm. right? In the music, because they're trying to push this story. They needed yep. every screen time they could get to, to throw that in. Um, mm. But yeah, I can see myself not only enjoying seeing Hiena and, <laughs> and her two backup boy dancers um, doing this, hey, right? hey. but but also seeing like all the K-pop cover groups and that's going to be fun mm-hmm. for a different set of reasons. So <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. And it's uh, yeah. again, like I definitely do like recommend checking it out because the, the, the one thing I really respect uh, Triple H for, as well as like whoever it is that their team is in behind the dance and the choreography is that they sprinkled in some some of the same playful elements uh, slash like couple dynamic from Troublemaker, but at the same time they found Ooh. a way to differentiate it enough because again, like I said, they gave Huna uh, pretty much throughout the whole piece equal chemistry with both guys, and at the same time too, like both guys get their moments to shine where they each get their own individual like highlights and solos, and then of course Hina comes back, she gets her solo. Then there's a lot of moments where all three move in unison. They're just having a lot of fun together, and like they're doing this choreography which is very reminiscent of bruno as well in terms of like the funk style the way they move just okay. like arm swinging legs being loose you guys can't see it but yes but <laughs> super matic here was, was doing just those things yes yeah. 
<laughs> like, uh, definitely, uh, I do recommend checking that out if uh, if you were interested. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, bringing all that back, like that's probably another one of the reasons why I'm really enjoying the song because as a dancer myself, it's one of those songs where even before the the, <laughs> the the vocals kick in, the moment I hear the beat, I'm like already bobbing my head. I'm probably going to get up and dance regardless of where I am. <laughs> if I'm in the car, I'll be doing car carography. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I would do it if it had um, a bit more of a ratchet uh, electric <laughs> beat and more of that boom, 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 and then maybe with like claps, uh, like acoustic claps. I, I would have liked <laughs> Love it. Love your twerking claps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Can't get it out. All right. So going into the audio, uh, we rate this on ter- in terms of a one to five scale, five being the highest, mm-hmm. one being lowest. Um, who wants to go first? Uh, I can go first. Yeah, okay, go first, Steph. By all yeah. means. Yeah, sure. So, you know, as, as I described earlier, uh, I do enjoy the audio mainly because it's in that Bruno Mars vein that I am really into right now. Um, but like I said before, it doesn't quite get there. So uh-huh. I'm going to leave this at a like 3.3. So mm. right in the middle. But then I was thinking of all the other K-pop videos I watched leading up to this. And I'm like, yeah, okay, it's still better than most. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I can't be too mean. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt the same way, Stephanie. Although, I, I guess I'll go next. Uh, so I gave it a slightly higher score. So I gave it a 3.75 because just as you were saying stuff like, okay, how would I compare this against other songs? This is actually better than most songs. So um, I like it. And it's not something we usually get in K-pop, quite frankly. Mm. All right. How are you, Supermatic? Yeah, I'm mostly in the same vein. I mean, uh, as I said, I mean, I'm a big fan of the the Bruno Mars style of of music, and this obviously draws a lot of inspiration from it. And as I said earlier, it's it's definitely a, what the kids these days are calling a bop or a slap. Yeah, I don't know, like one of those words it, where it's just I, I would call it a, definitely both those things a bop. Yes, slap, <laughs> slap bop. Yeah, like. Uh, Maybe it's just the inner dancer in me too. Like the, like I said, I hear the song, I am moving and grooving. So, audio wise, I mean, again, comparing it to most K-pop songs, like you said, yeah, it's better than a lot of what we would get, or at least what we would expect. But at the same time, like comparing it to the source material that it draws inspiration from, I couldn't put it as high as I would like, uh-huh. especially for the potential. Like I want to love this song more because it is. Uh, it is Triple H. It's yeah. Hyuna and uh, Hui and Edon. But with that said, I actually ended up being right in the middle of you both. I gave the song a 3.5. Okay. <laughs> and so in other words, we're all kind of feeling the same way yes. about this. Yeah, right. I, I think I think Matt Matt brings up an important point uh-huh. that this group is so hyped up mm-hmm. that oh, we were all yeah. expecting so much yes. more. So much more. Right. And so we're we can't help but be disappointed and, and bias our ratings mm-hmm. because like they're they're not a, a new debut. Oh my gosh, if this was the first time we're seeing these artists, we'd be like, Oh my god, this is amazing. Yeah, but, especially that one. Or, or female. maybe not quite that, right? but we would be way more impressed. But these at least Hyuna, she's been around a while and we know a lot of money and thought went into this. So yeah. we're you know, disappointed. Yeah, I, I, I agree <laughs> completely, Steph. Um the concept how would you guys rate it again with the whole cinematic experience that they tried to give us with the music video i thought it was interesting that there's potential there but i mean as you both alluded to as well it seems pretty rushed and fast forwarded for what could have been at least uh, like uh, explicated more if they had more of a time slot or if they didn't feel the need to abridge it so much right i mean it's an interesting concept as well but at the same time 
the the mood of the song with the video doesn't really match. I probably would have liked it more if it had a better suited matching song slash soundtrack, you know, because like every good movie has a good soundtrack. <laughs> so with that said, uh, and again, because of the hype being there and the expectation, I felt underwhelmed, to be honest, by, uh, by this video more than anything. Yeah. That being said, I... I think I'm maybe cutting them a little bit of slack just because like I am hoping <laughs> for them to do better from here because it's a new group and again I loved Troublemaker as well. I mean I loved that duo of Hyun and Hyunsung and if this is going to be the spiritual successor to that then of course I want them to knock it out of the part also because of the fact that I'm a sucker for co-ed groups these days especially after Card so I would love to see more mm-hmm. co-ed groups rise up and be as successful. So with that leeway i'm giving them i was kind of nice and i gave them a 3.25 on the concept (laughs) (laughs) so much leeway you've heard what i have to say on the concept i won't rehash that too much more i'll I'll say that i compare it in my mind to um some other videos that i think uh, at least attempted to pay respect to uh, like serious issues, yeah. Uh, you know, Big Bang's Loser, Monster, To Anyone's Ugly. Like you watch those and you feel like, wow, someone who actually went through these things or knows someone who did uh, wrote that into the like into the direction or um, how the video was made. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like the these serious issues were so disrespected and treated superficially that it bothered me a lot. So, yeah. you know, I, I have to really tank it for that reason. I'm going to go with a 2.7. Ah, dang. Yeah. Well, I think I kind of like the concept. I don't always expect highbrow stuff out of K-pop. Again, the whole thing, the concept itself was kind of incongruous and left me scratching my head a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But um, there was this one girl in the music video <laughs> that caught my attention throughout. I didn't think they were really outshone the other two guys. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that was Hina. So I, I, I like it for that reason. I, I think, um, you know, it's just another fun side of, of seeing this idol. The fun thing about K-pop is that you always get to see your idols reimagined in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was sort of in the same vein of Troublemaker, trying to, you know, be really risque and really push the ballot in terms of doing something dark. So I like it. It's a 3.5 for me for mm. the concept. On the whole is Triple H 365's So Fresh, Daybok or not? <laughs> uh, for me, I'm gonna say it's it's Daybok. I mean, in spite like it's a really good burrito, in, in spite of like the <laughs> clean fluid that I'm smelling, you know, while I'm enjoying my my burrito. So like, I'm loving uh, these analogies, Peter. <laughs> this is like an analogy that makes like sense to nobody else yeah. but me. Like <laughs> it's like no one else has been in. Okay, okay, we've all okay. been there because I wasn't we've sure. Like, there. am I the only one who feels this way? I want to go to like some like of uh, my favorite like tuckerias or whatever. So. <laughs> nope. Okay. Um, yeah, obviously there's there's room for improvement and it could have been better executed. And we have a number of critiques to this, which can definitely be improved on by this trio mm-hmm. or, or by this solo artist and her two backup dancers. <laughs> oh, my God, Peter, oh taking God. shots. <laughs> you mean pe- Pentagon featuring oh. Oh. <laughs> Stephanie with the shot right back. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> um, so yeah, Daybok for me. Uh, how, about, how about you, Steph? How would you rate it? I'm going to go with not. Oh. <laughs> I, think, 
Is that like the first no, knot we've on had knots. show? We, we've I, had knots, but over on the, on the whole, okay, we tend to had, give more day box than knots. It's, yeah. Been a, yeah. it's been a while. All right. I'm, I'm bringing back the knot, you know? <laughs> yeah. I yeah. know why. So, okay. Supermatic. All right. So for me, I'm actually... Uh, I'm gonna be pulling out a uh, pulling a bit of a cop out with this one, <laughs> and it's not, it's not the first time. Uh, so here's what I'm going to say: as a song, it's Daybok. No, 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 no! I'm not gonna let you no. do that this time. Ah, uh, dang it! <laughs> no, no, no! You gotta do it together. Okay. All right, all right, together. Mm. Uh, if I really what have to judge it together. Were you gonna say concept not? <laughs> okay. Just yeah. Shout it out. <laughs> Uh, I guess altogether, it's probably going to still barely be Daybok. <laughs> barely okay. Daybok. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there you go. You heard it, folks. Um, okay. So, uh, two Daybox, one not for, mm-hmm. for this episode of Triple H uh, 365, So Fresh. Yep, Maybe yep, a yep. couple of concluding questions. Um, mm-hmm. What do you guys think of this? Think this means for co ed groups moving forward in K pop? Obviously, everyone's talking about Card. Mm-hmm. And as we talked about Card, I always brought up Troublemaker. Uh, is this a good alternate take for a co-ed group for k-pop well i mean for me especially with how much i'm really loving like what card's doing right now uh i feel like there's a potential there definitely i mean it's going to be interesting to see how the dynamic plays out because what differentiates card from other groups so far or uh, like past k-pop uh co-ed groups and even uh for this new group with uh, triple h is that card really emphasizes how the four of them are like are equal and that they're all one unit they're 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 a family even that's what they said on their uh ama, AMA on yeah. reddit whereas with uh triple h obviously i mean they've got the star power of hyuna where whereas hui and Edon are still relatively new even though i mean pentagon does seem to have a pretty uh steady growing fan base i will acknowledge uh-huh. and i see the potential there i mean the two of them definitely carry their weight with hyuna but again, like that, that that dynamic will be interesting because on one hand, again, the more recognizable name and face at this stage is Hyuna, uh-huh. and two, the fact that there's one lady but two gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah, I think Hyuna's gonna have to bring it. <laughs> what? And no, but I look forward to uh, these two groups going forward. We're already comparing them. They were being compared yeah. before they even yes. came out. And I think they're going to challenge each other to be better and to carve out their mm-hmm. own niches in the scene. And yeah. I'm looking forward to yeah. it. And I will say the inverse of that. You know, I think, uh, you know, these other two guys need to step up their game, you know, <laughs> make sure that they catch up with uh, Queen Hana or else they will just become backup dancers. Um, Learn the names, Peter. Hui and Edon. <laughs> I'll, I'll get around to it. So, <laughs> but I think the group, the trio, sort of answers like, maybe an honest question that we always kind of ask ourselves about a co-ed group. Mm-hmm. Are they just going to end up all sleeping with each other? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think, you know. Come on. You know, you know fans are asking that about all male groups already. <laughs> <laughs> all these different ships that sail. Really oh, my gosh. <laughs> come on. Oh, Come I'm, on. So glad we opened that can of worms. <laughs> I, you know, Had to. dang, I thought I could make it through the episode without. <laughs> I, I, these are questions as a straight male. I always ask myself when looking at a guy group, but yeah, glad we're we're, we're punching that uh, that discussion now. But I, yeah. I, I don't know. I think uh, this is a good different flavor from Card. Um, is it Troublemaker three point I don't think so can it replace troublemaker i don't think it's a replacement i think 
Triple H and Troublemaker could coexist. Mm. Because this definitely feels like a different flavor from Troublemaker. I'm inclined to uh, agree with you on the point that I don't think they're necessarily going to ever replace Troublemaker because when Troublemaker was still out and prominent, like it was definitely something different. Like they were they, they established their own unique like brand and identity out there. And as you said, Triple H is something different, something uh fresh, <laughs> to pardon yeah. the pun. Yeah. Uh yeah, even though they're in a sense they're supposed to be the successor to what Troublemaker was, I feel at the same time this is pretty much a new chapter and a new group, even though both groups include Hyuna, but again, I believe in the same thing that you do, Peter, that Troublemaker and Triple H can coexist in the same uh, I mean hypothetically fashion. speaking. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're definitely different in that Troublemaker has more of this uh what was it? It was the the 007, Mr. and Mrs. Smith uh-huh. vibe, you know? And then this one is more uh, like raw, young, mm-hmm. wild, free, less put together or less... Um, yeah, it's, it's hard to put my finger on it, but definitely they portray different uh, personas. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, very different yeah. to me. Does Triple H present a viable model for a co-ed group? I think definitely. I think the natural uh, tension and competition that comes up when you got a queen and her yes. two boy toys. Yeah, I, I agree. That's that's <laughs> what they're going for here. I can see it. Um, I think it's fun to watch. You want to know who is she going to pick? And there you go. There's your concept <laughs> for now and forever. Yeah. <laughs> totally viable. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm inclined to agree. Yeah, uh-huh. definitely. Uh, again, it's, it's something different so far. I mean, usually trios that have one member of one sex and then the other two members being the opposite sex have that kind of uh what what's the word like risky like potentially risky. Yeah. Ex- explosive like kind of like uh-huh. uh, a volatile uh, dynamic where at yes. any moment that like the the girl could cause the the rift between the two guys or whatever but like at the same time if this if that's what they're going for here with Triple H especially with someone like Hyuna who Let's face it. She would probably do that for about any two guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's definitely something that I see as being viable. I mean, it's it's a nice alternative or like something different if not everyone's cup of tea is what is what a group like Card is doing. Yeah. I, mean, again, I, I don't mean to keep on bringing up Card or like harping well, on them, the but right natural, now, you know, yeah, like, I mean, right mm-hmm. now they're that, yeah, as you said, they're the best comparison right now because they're out there and card themselves. They're kind of setting their own standard for what a co-ed group is and can be. But then now we've got a new player in that game and and early on too. So props to Cube and to Triple H for striking while the iron is hot, to use, yeah. a, to use a saying, that they're joining this new game and shift of, oh, co-ed groups becoming the new thing in K-pop. Yeah, oh, yeah. over on the, the Reddit AMA thread, did anyone mention Triple H to card and ask them what they thought? Uh, I don't remember because as expected, that AMA, they, they, they got so many questions and I don't know how far down yeah. it I scrolled, but I don't remember seeing anything about Triple H. Okay. Ah, uh, okay, okay. That, that would be interesting would, to hear Carl's thoughts on it. I'd be curious. Well, you know, as uh, Lu Yi, or mm-hmm. the commenter, and uh, Form of Therapy point out, like, Card is a different paradigm, mm-hmm. right? It's about playing together as a cohesive group where the roles are a little androgynous, Mm -hmm. right? Triple H has, as you mentioned, Matt, a volatile dynamic. Mm -hmm. 
it's for the people who like to watch reality TV. <laughs> yes. Right. Whereas card is like, we are one family. Mm-hmm. So I think you can like both these things. You Definitely. can like the happy family that you know is healthy for their relationship. And then you can watch <laughs> at the same time, your trashy television <laughs> where a bunch of girls, you know, compete for a rose <laughs> and, uh, or a bunch of guys compete for one rose. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's Triple H. Oh, who is the mm-hmm. rose? Yeah. Will you accept this rose? <laughs> <laughs> Funny because one of Hina's nicknames is the Lady in Red or the Queen uh, of Red. She had a song uh, called Red. <laughs> yeah. So that's it for this episode of the K-Pop Cast. What are we going to cover next week, Supermatic? Next week seems to be potentially interesting. We've got the solo debut from none other than Sojung of Ladies Code. We've yeah. also potentially got Ooh. a comeback from none other than the man himself, the motherfucker gentleman, Sai. So we'll keep an eye out for that. <laughs> like, where are you going with this? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, I, like yeah. yes. I like Sai. I like Sai. For as much hate that genuine K-poppers have for him, I love him. <laughs> I mean, you you can't deny the legacy he put on K-pop, especially with Gangnam oh, yeah. Style. So <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I mean, that, sure. that's a packed week if we all those things come out at the same yes. time. So definitely stay tuned, everybody. <laughs> okay, and where can people find us? I'm at DJ Peter Lowe. I'm on Twitter at Supermatic. Spelling that out for you is S O U P E R M A T I C. And how about you, Stephanie? Uh, I'm on Twitter at S Parker Two. I guess I need to come up with a cool DJ name. Now. <laughs> no, no, no. S Parker Two is a DJ name. <laughs> So. Sure, sure. Okay. <laughs> You're like, uh, maybe in your world, Peter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the, yeah. And then lastly, of course, the K-Popcast ourselves. We do have a official Twitter account. You can find us at the K-Popcast, which is T-H-E-K-P-O-P-C-A-S-T. And Steph, will you join us for the next episode? You got it. I'll be there. Yeah, oh, sweet. she's coming back. Awesome. We didn't scare Ooh. her away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Wait, we're still on the air yet, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, hell no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if oh, I will no, say, I had just so much fun. Yeah, if I will say, just thank you so much for joining us, Stephanie. You've been such a great oh. guest. I, I love the different dynamic that you yeah, brought to yeah. us. I, I, hey. I agree with everything that you say, even when you disagree. <laughs> 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 That's when you know. Oh, my pleasure, you guys. Thanks for having me. Okay. Catch y'all next time. Yep. Signing out. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> See ya. Triple H is three six five. Daybok or not? No, you didn't say so <laughs> fresh, so I didn't even. I keep screwing up. <laughs> hey. Okay. Is Triple H is three sixty five so fresh? Daybok or not? Daybok or not? <laughs> we should play that blooper in the show. <laughs> yeah, at the end. <laughs> okay.